This is a podcast from Rover. Well, Belinda Price is dairy farming with her husband in coastal Taranaki, all up almost 600 cows across a farm and a lease block. Now, in 2016, they went through a stage in their lives when they called on help from the Rural Support Trust. Now, Belinda's gone full circle, and she is a facilitator for the trust. She joins us now to talk about it. Uh, Belinda, nice to have you on the show. How are you doing? Good morning. Well, thank you. So I guess the first thing is how uh, did the trust actually help your family? What sort of services do they provide to farmers like yourselves? Oh, they provide a whole range of services. So back in 2016, we had an issue on farm with a staff member with harassment and bullying against us. Um, And that was a really difficult time and really hard to manage. Um, So we called in, we got to the point where we just went... um, coping at all uh, so we called in Rural Support Trust and a volunteer facilitator came and sat with us that evening and discussed the options um, we ended up going to the doctors and getting counselling services um, referred to counselling services so um, my husband has always suffered with anxiety on and off um, which leads you know there's frustration and anxiety there's all sorts of you know avenues that come from anxiety itself mm. Um, so he had his own counsellor and was going through his own path and I actually got diagnosed with burnout at the time and I just couldn't stop crying. I was in a ball on the floor and I isolated myself quite a lot um, and I'm quite a social resilient person so that um, was quite noticed um, in the industry. So um, yeah, it was really helpful to just get your foot um you know, get your feet aligned again and, and one foot in front of the other and find the people that you need to talk to and get better and get well again and um, keep moving forward. So um, that was our sort of, yeah, our, our beginning, our intro into um, Rural Support Trust and um, I've helped a few people also um, outside of the trust but um, I asked if I could actually help in any way possible and, yeah, they... Um, had me on board um, not that long after, really. Um, and, yeah, I've just been helping people where I can. So if you ring the 0800 number for anything at all, like they'll put you on to a local person or someone with the skills in that area or they've done a course or, you know, they've been through what you've been through, mm. um, lived experience, so they can come and sit with you and talk with you um, for as long as you need. Um, it might be via phone, it might be in person. Um, and then they can put you on to a whole lot of, connections and services that are available to to help you through the process so whether it's um, human resources or you know contractual stuff or lawyers or psychiatrists whatever it happens to be so they've got lists a mile long with um, support networks around so yeah it's been an awesome journey for us and yeah just great to give back and share you know be able to share what you know these things happen to everybody at some point in their life that someone needs help so it's um, great to have that service there available. Yeah, that's a, um, a really good thing that they sort of, you know, you, you can actually then use your experience and help other people in that regard. I think that's brilliant. Um, and uh, it is an interesting scenario that you went through with an employee, which is, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. On the face of it, it seems like, oh, that's a bit strange. But then I, I suppose it's one of those things that um, probably goes on a bit more than we think, uh, just maybe not reported as much. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, yeah, and because you live and work in the same environment, I think it is heightened in farming mm. um, in a way um, because you've got a whole tenancy thing around um, a lot of uh, farm employment as well. So there's 
and you know they've got families and and things like that. So yeah, the environment's quite different. Um, but yeah, I've have heard of quite a few in my roles where that happens. Um, yeah, but it's not not talked about necessarily. Yeah. Um, probably as much as the other as the other side of the fence, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you might be right there, but it is an interesting scenario, and uh, yeah, clearly it has a major effect on, as you say, it's, it's, it's on, uh, you know, everyone else in and around that, that space. Um, can farmers anonymously send the trust to help someone that they're worried about? Yeah, look, they can ring the 0800 number and just say, hey, look, I've, I just want to let you know my neighbour's being a bit down or whatever and mm. um, you know, what kind of support, you know, can someone pop in or sometimes they drop off um, groceries or grocery vouchers or something like that with a little card and say, hey, give us a call or, um, but yeah, you can definitely do that um, and I recommend you do it if you see somebody in need. It, it, sometimes it's just having a, a chat and just saying, hey, you know, there are some services out there that I know of, like even just recently I had a bit of burnout again in the last month, just with all things piling up and losing a staff member and the payout dropping and realising I'm working for free. And, yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I, yeah, so I rang, um, so if you're a Fonterra supplier, um, they have free um, counselling, EOP counselling services. So you just got to ring this 0800 number and they'll put you on to um, counselling or psychiatrists or... Oh, that's good. can help you with financial matters. Um, also, if you're a zero... Um, Prescription Supplier Zero Accounting, um, they also have another program as well called Benistar, I think it is, and that um, also very similar lines. So there are, you know, you can ring um, 0800 numbers and get confidential support as well if you're in those companies that I know of. I'm sure there's other ones as well, but um, I've definitely been pushing that where I where I can, so. Oh, that's great. So, uh, yeah, the ones that we that you know about, yeah, Fonterra, Zero, and as you say, there's probably others as well, which is, which is they're great services to provide. Um, it's interesting what you said about the little things that can help, you know, whether it's um, just a recognition that, yes, you know, uh, there are people out there for you if you need to talk about something, and often a talk can be the, the thing that happens. It echoes um, a good mate, Craig Wiggins, um, lean on a gate, talk to a mate. Uh, very much the same sort of philosophy, community-led, uh, grassroots, etc. those sorts of, or that type of approach, and I think what you're saying is roughly the same sort of thing, really. Definitely, definitely. It just, and whether you don't want to talk to somebody um, in your circle or in your zone, but you might want to ring the, the 0800 number for rural support and speak to someone you don't know or the counselling services for Fonterra or whatever. And sometimes that person that is not in your circle may help. Better. It just depends on you know yeah. what you're... Yeah, who you feel opening up to. Like sometimes you just think, oh, this is silly. I don't want to talk to someone I know about it. But mm. you know, it might be make all the difference and um, say, no, that's not silly. That's totally, um, totally valid. And let's work on this and this. So, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, like I say, moving forward. Um, and, yeah, and just getting that support where you need it and just acknowledging that everyone needs it at some stage. So, not a big deal. Now, you were um, the Dairy Woman of the Year a couple of years ago, 2021, uh, Belinda, and part of that prize was a scholarship. I think from um, what I've been told, you used that scholarship in the mental health space. Is, is that correct? Yes, yeah. I've always um, 
mental health has always kind of been, not necessarily I haven't had it, I've had episodes of it, but it's been around me the whole time and I've been very aware of it, especially with um, the people that I work with and my, you know, people around me. So um, I wanted to try and give back as well as learning more about how to help people thrive in their lives and how to make a more positive environment for them and how to help people get through the tough stuff. So I spoke to a few people, including Dr. Paul Wood um, and just a number of other people that are doing you know, stuff in the mental health space and they suggested, yeah, doing the Diploma in Positive Psychology through the Langley Institute in Australia. So, um, yeah, I signed up to that and I'm just about finished. I'm just trying to squeeze it in uh, at the end of carving the last few papers. So, <laughs> yeah. um, it's been really, really awesome and it just cemented a whole lot of stuff that I think we already know, but it's finding the scientific basis of it and, um, and using it in practice, which has been really awesome. Oh, that's great. Um, now, you obviously, labour is one of those things which is uh, obviously very stressful, the workforce, the lack of, etc. And uh, when that gets tight, um, that can obviously add a lot of stress. So what are your views about getting kids to come and help? Uh, is, that, is that healthy? What are, you, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah, um, that's an interesting one. I know most farm kids help on the farm in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah, I guess children see you, you know, you're working out there and you're working hard and a lot of business owners um, don't take time off during any busy times, so like carving and mating and things like that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's the time where they have to spend with their parents, I guess, is, is when they're out working. Um, it's a tricky one. I think there's pros and cons to it. Mm. I, I think, you know, you're obviously spending time with them, but you're obviously it's quite a stressful time, so they probably don't see the best, best in you. But, you know, they're learning that, you know, life is, is you know, you have to get out there and, and work for what you want, and you have to, um, uh, I guess, you know, they'll see... So no, my kids have seen us go through all these experiences and come out the other side. And um, yeah, I think it, I think it's healthy, and I think um, it's good for them to be outside learning all the, you know, the stuff about the environment and animals and um, welfare and stuff like that. By like actually seeing it and doing it practically, uh, rather than learning about it. No, it's a hell of an education, like isn't it? I mean, it's it yeah, absolutely. And like my kids love it. They've got so many practical skills. Um, they can fix things and they can, um, you know, milk if they want to, they drive feed out, but, you know, they do all those kind of things that lots of other kids don't get the opportunity to, I suppose. Yeah, so, well, um, that's the thing. Yeah. I think it's the opportunity. If you've got the ability to be able to educate kids in that manner, I, I think it's almost incumbent to do so, really, because uh, people just don't have in urban centres the opportunities to be able to garner those skills that will see them, you know, who knows how handy they'll come in later in life. You'd suggest it uh, probably vary in some circumstances. Uh, so I think it's a... Yeah, I think it's a good thing personally that's just you know a personal thought um yeah yeah and you get to see your parents right like yeah exactly you're with them and you're seeing them and you know um and that there's a lot to be said in that as well so then is showing stress and anxiety to your family belinda just does that kind of do you feel that makes it worse i mean 
you know, like, um, you know, being the, the stress bucket or whatever that makes situations, uh, uh, does that make things worse or is it better to, um, you know, show raw emotion and be realistic? Uh, that That's a tricky yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we need to talk more about our emotions. I really do, like everyone experiences. And one thing I've learnt, which has sort of been a big um, light bulb moment, is like your emotions, everyone has them. Everyone feels things. And your emotions are just data. They're just trying to tell you something. So if we can say, oh, that really pissed me off today. Mm. Um, why did it piss you off? Let's break that down. And so when now I talk to my kids, I'm like, yeah, I can understand. I can see you're so frustrated by that. Like, why is it or what is making you frustrated? So I was actually just pulling it apart. Yeah. Essentially, like everyone's got a feeling. So why are you feeling like that? So I was just trying to tell you something to break it down. So I think that's we need to talk more about our emotions, not just, you know, like everyone's got them and everyone displays them. And so, you know, what is it behind that? And, you know, if there's something to fix, a way to fix it or solve it or talk about it and and then you just move on, right? It's, um, yeah. Displaying, yeah, displaying that and talking and communicating with it, particularly to your children. So that, and it's probably a lot better at it than, us, than we are, actually. Well, yeah, um, but if they've been brought up in that manner, just going, okay, here's a problem. How can it be fixed? How do we break it down to its component parts, as you just outlined? And I think that, uh, geez, there's nothing, you know, there can't be too much harm in that, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just, mm. yeah, communication. Like, even, you know, I communicated that I had burnout to the staff and to the kids and, and that, you know, I need to have to work on some things for myself to just, you know, self-care again and then get back into the zone and that that was okay you know it's there it's okay it's labeled and now move you know move forward with the you know positive outcome well thank god the uh the last couple of gdts have headed north rather than south i just saw the email this morning so that's positive all good. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's hope that that translates into something. I see Miles Hurrell was talking about maybe, you know, just maybe post-Christmas that things might sort of start turning up, would you'd hope so? Because, the geez, did you see the, the cost of petrol, um, the petrol and diesel prices? They but By Christmas, apparently, they're going to be, like, astronomical, almost at record levels. Um, so, yeah. God, we need you need some relief somewhere along the financial line, don't you? Definitely do, definitely do. So, yeah, and I know so many people that actually, um, farmers that actually have to have off-farm incomes just to, you know, just to scrape through, which um, adds extra pressure onto the system. So, um, yes, let's hope that the payout does increase and, um, yeah, we get a bit of relief. But, yes, these interest rates aren't helping either. No, no, exactly, which is why it's important to talk and communicate because, as you'll find, you know, people are in the same boat, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, as Joe Grigg, uh, producer for Rural Exchange, says, uh, if you have arms and legs at the end of the day, it's been a good day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're still breathing and cooking. And um, yeah, absolutely. And you can find good in, in every day. You just have to look for it. Well said. Belinda Price, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. All the best. Awesome, thank you. Well, if you like what you've just listened to, don't forget to subscribe to Rex wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on social to read the latest rural news. Just head to rexonline.co.nz.